back, everyone. To real men don't wear long sleeves. Round 22. Collingwood versus Sydney. Well, yeah, we're watching Collingwood versus Sydney, which is the game of the round. Yeah, and my worst fears are being realised because we're starting at quarter time today. Bit unconventional. Which is not our usual MO. Um, and Sydney are on 28 and Collingwood are on 15. I think I wouldn't worry about it. Well, we're not recording the last quarter in case it's going really badly. Or it's a tight finish and I don't want yeah. that on record. Which is totally fair enough. in those times. Um, but I wouldn't. I feel like if Collingwood were 40 points down right now, I think they would even be more likely to win based on their new reputation as the ultimate finishers. I suppose so. Um, I just think Sydney are better than us, though. This was why I was really resistant last week. So I'm like... Yeah. I just think Sydney is so good. Um, we've got Statman and James here with us as well. So, uh... Hello. Just uh, just some stats from the first quarter. <laughs> Swans have managed to win the stats. territory... <laughs> Thanks, Rose. Uh, managed to win the territory battle in the first quarter with 59% of their possession uh, in their... Uh, so 59% of the possession, sorry, uh, in the fourth half. Uh, Sydney won inside 50s, <laughs> 17 to 10, uh, and scored 19 points from turnovers. Oh, turning it over. From today's game, I would like to see some Josh Dacos shenanigans. We've already seen him kick a good goal. Yeah, more of that mm. later. I would like to see Mason Cox and Tom Hickey do some kind of um, buddy cop performance. <laughs> Two of the most likable um, ruckmen, also probably players generally, I'd say. Mm-hmm. In terms of like characters, not not People so much love skill. As well, they're really. There are when you said that, I was like, there are not that many ruckmen that I'm like. Ugh. I know yeah. you don't like Sam Draper, but I have the opposite. Oh, I don't not like Sam Draper. I don't not like Sam Draper. I'm just indifferent to him. Well, it's but, like big baby giraffes, aren't they? Like just hopeless most of the time yeah but like Shane Mumford Rose we always hated him oh he can burn in hell and like fucking McAvoy is he even a rockman no no but why yeah, do they call him big boy is. they call him big boy because he's a big boy <laughs> and it rhymes with McAvoy I, I, I didn't realise that <laughs> but he was out I think today was his last game or something yeah and they lost by 100 <laughs> points because he was out yeah. for the, like the whole season with a neck injury and then like me today but a really sore neck they yeah lost and he was like wearing a brace giving not 100 oh. he had to wear a brace all the time did he wear it today in the game no well, then but he wore it in like the warm-ups and stuff and it's like you still need to wear a neck brace in the warm-ups maybe you should reconsider what you're doing but i don't know if he would be allowed to wear one because yesterday in the north melbourne crows game i saw the twin of harry Mackay. Ben. Thank you. Well, also, <laughs> also just Harry um, with a different yeah, Guernsey on. But. Barry Mackay. Um, and he had like a shoulder pad on the whole game. That's how they, that's how they carry off the ruse that there's two different people. By one having a certain injury. That yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've got a sore left shoulder and he's got a sore right shoulder, so we can't be the same person. <laughs> but it's on that. You just mentioned the West Coast game last week. I just want to say this because I know we'll, we'll probably be talking more about the game. Once the game gets started, mm-hmm. um, talking a lot about how we back Ken Corns these days. Don't yeah. know if you if you saw. I wouldn't John, say my position is backing but him, but there has been this more point in particular. So he yeah. he's big on. It's stupid when p- players get chaired off for like, two hundred and fifty games or whatever. Yeah. Um. No, I think he said, uh, like less than two hundred. 
was like yeah, right. stupid to But to anyway, last week, Josh Kennedy, one of the all-time greats, most loved players, gets mm. chaired off for his last game. Mm-hmm. Home crowd. And then what do the Crows do? They chair off Rory Laird for his 200th game right Two, behind him. 250? 200. 200. 200. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't think that's stupid. It was right after. It was on the like, way after. No, but like, it's just, he should go last. He did. No. Josh, Josh Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rory Laird. I, I think. No, but like, the West Coast players have already like, like gone into the room. Yeah. You know, I just think like, why bother chairing him off for that? Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to raise that because I really like hated it. So you're on board with Cancorns. I'm on board with Cancorns. I think Cancorns is just like the fun place. It's like let everyone have their moment. Yeah, but not very Rory Laird have his. I know, but that's that just was Josh like, Kennedy's. I know, but then it's like that's just shit for Rory Laird. <laughs> it's 300 games, so do you know what I mean? If it was 300, it'd be like, yeah, fair enough. Chair off side by side. Mm. 200, you're in Perth. Come on. But the old Crows fans are... They've gone down to the... Oh, poor games. little Crows fans. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're three, three, three on the trot. If Port lose today, they can, Crows can go above them on the ladder. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. How is this happening? They, they can. can they can. Should yeah. we put the sound back on? The quarter started. Uh, sure. Sorry. No, that's okay. Just... Oh. Phew. Tom Papley... Ben Cunnington had his return Aww. this week. It's mm-hmm. a shame Rose um, doesn't think he's a good person. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I actually have something to add on the cancer argument. Because um, I was telling... <laughs> it's not like the ongoing cancer <laughs> it is. conspiracy argument. I was, oh, no. I was telling my co-workers about how you think all people with cancer are bad. That and... <laughs> is not what I said at any point. No, but I was just... It came up, like, it was contextual. It came up, and, and my co-worker made a really good point, which I thought, yeah, I'm going to feed that back. It was like, bad people can get cancer, but you can still empathise with them for those circumstances, regardless of whether or not you think they're a good person. Like, you can be like, yeah, I don't really like that guy, but it still sucks it for him that he's got cancer. Which yeah. I feel like that's, that's where I, we can tie a bow on that argument now. because That's, I feel like that's, that's the, what I feel. Yeah. But I feel like it's, like, often the impression <laughs> is that as soon as someone... Get sick with anything, then it's like, oh, your co-worker. Like, it's like when someone evil dies, and everyone says like, oh, you can't say anything bad about them. It's like they're yeah, still bad. They're like, yeah. man, man. Your co-worker probably has oh, like man. the only valid argument that someone has made yeah. on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Mark. Um, no offense, Rose. But huh? But that's why I think as well. But it I was just feel like when people talk about it, it's like talking about what like a good person. Like, like the canonizing. Like, of, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was very emotional when Ben Cunnington was like crying as he walked onto the ground. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw his post game interview. And then he said like his wife hasn't cried in front of him, like maybe only twice ever. Yeah. And then she cried when they walked on the field. Maybe he's only crying because he can't go fishing as much nowadays mm. because he has to play every weekend. Is he a big fisher? Is he? He's a big fisher. From from his from his cancer <laughs> bed, like, just like uh, <laughs> back in. He had it pretty bad, right? <laughs> So, yeah, you know, there's good cancer and there's bad cancer. Yeah, well, he had ball cancer. He yeah, got it twice. Ah, oh, okay, and he yeah. had pretty tough chemo. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky yeah. he already had three kids, because... <laughs> he probably... He seems like the type that would want more, though. Yeah. Like a roux. Oh. Yeah, he's a very... Yeah. That man just tried to kill Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot? That's what we call him. Do you? Yeah, that's, that's what his name. Calls him. Okay, sorry. I'm not a real man. <laughs> oh. oh, thank God for Darcy Moore. Oh no, usually I love Chad Warner. Oh, how did that happen? This is going to be a thrashing. Oh no, I really regret, I know I said this already, but I regret changing my tip, I'm sorry. 
Help. There are bigger things to play here. Yeah, I am tenth on the. <laughs> How old is Jeremy Howe? Twenty-nine. Uh, Thirty-one. I'll fact check. Forty-six. <laughs> Still got some spring in his step, the old dog. Oh, Will Hayward. He's. He's thirty-two. He's thirty-two. There you go. So probably a couple. Too old to chase Will Hayward down. That's for sure. But in his last game, I mean, you were just, you were just like Josh Kennedy, kicking eight in his last game. Mm. But you, how do you, you like orchestrate so many screamers, so many hangers? Yeah. Just like the playing, someone's like crouched. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh. you just want like Mason Cox just to be like a step ladder in the goal square. Mm. Or like I'm picturing, I can't really demonstrate on this audio medium, but like, you know, when you like give people a lift by like oh, like a boost. Yeah, you like hold like your like in rugby union where they. No, like oh, I'm, picture, I'm picturing when you're in the pool with your dad and he like hoists you oh, over, yeah. Bedoingies. Yeah. Bedoingies. It's not really bedoingie, it's more of like a... <laughs> Go, Barbara McCreary! This is from the foot, right? Guys, the pressure gauge Ginny. is... The, that the, was high. The pressure gauge is bad. People are trying to kill Jack Ginderman and it's really unfair. I really hate this new over. high adjudication. Every game it's like there are people getting like really... um. Hurt. Because I think as well, and the, it's not the umpires the... Are, the umpires have responded by not giving him freeze, but also players from other teams have responded by taking advantage of the fact that they're not going to give him a high free by just going high. Yeah, and the umpires have responded by like never paying it at all, and it's like it's not always. They're like... not even paying on the balls now either. Whoa! Also, everyone's abusing the umpires like a lot. I know. Again, how mm. funny is it that? And it's that like it went from. I feel like go. it's just. I know. I don't know. Maybe I noticed it because of what we all had to go through at the beginning <laughs> of this year. But it seems worse than than it was I think, before. Um, like, well, I think now they're probably just applying it in in the context of like if it actually is worth like paying fifty meters for, then they'll do it. Like if they are actually like you know swearing mm. and being dickheads. Yeah. But, but, but they like, had that rule the, last year. They, they never awarded fifty meters for it though. Yeah, it was swearing. It was umpire abuse. Okay. You swore, but I don't oh, know. But uh, huge do I, defensive mark from Maynard. I don't recall that, but yeah, like at the start of this year, it was just silly, wasn't it? Because it's like even if you weren't abusing the umpire at all, it was just like the arms out thing was yeah. really stupid, especially because like often players would be like gesturing, being like, "But I was there," and like pointing, mm. like not even at the umpire. And then, I think you can be Ooh. you can be upset with a decision without like yeah. abusing the umpire. Well, like, you can't, you know, we, we as people can't go around abusing people who've done things that we disagree with without consequences. So why yeah. should it be any different? Also, Brody Majacek's probably my, one of my favourite, like, um, not from my team players. Majacek? Mm, he's so likeable. Yeah, he is really likeable. And he just, like, gets shit done. Mm. This, hey, is such a yeah. good, this is such a good jumper combo as well. The red and white and the black and white. Yeah, it does look nice. Sydney's uh, jumper always looks good as uh, alongside another team. Like in the 2016 uh, grand final, how they had like the bays of Sydney supporters and the yeah. bays of Bulldog supporters, and it was like red and light blue, and it looked. Although yeah. something about the bright red to me is like so childish. It's like grow up, get a real color. What? Same as swans. <laughs> it's like those aren't serious colors. You flipped completely. Have I? Yeah. You're, you're Actually, my sister... Did I say this recently? My sister said she was listening to an old episode of the podcast and I was just, like, talking shit about how much I hate gambling and, like, would never do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now, Dad. Um, 
Making bank. Making bank. 150 bucks last we week. We should do so. it back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Think about all the money I could have been earning my whole you life. You $150 last night. Last week. Yeah. Not last night. Okay. Uh, last night, I'd, in my, in my multi, I had Melbourne to win by 40 points last night, so oh, yeah. was way off. Oh no, Hoskin Elliott's bleeding. The hyphen. He's someone who I've had a big 180 with myself. Yeah, you have. He is my sports bet. Which is crazy because you've always thought he was so unreliable. Yeah, now I'm just like, love this guy. Will Hoskin Elliott to me has the Ben Cunnington effect of having sort of an old man's face. He doesn't really look like he. he Riley like West from the, the Western Bulldogs? Riley West, no. That man could be 50 years old. Oh, I don't agree with that. But he's actually 19. Do you know what I was, I was listening to this podcast? I know I don't like to talk about other podcasts <gasps> on our podcast, but have you ever heard of the Imperfects podcast? No. It's really good. I was recommended it by a co-worker this week, and I've listened to the Max Gorn episode and the Hamish Blake episode, and it's really good. Oh, my God. But, speaking of... No, sorry, you finished. Okay. Me. No, I was because in the Max Gorn one, he was talking about, like, yeah, like, you know, been at, been at the club for 13 years, and that was the first time I'd ever really thought, like, imagine if you just worked at the same job for, like, 13 years. You'd be like, I'm bored of this. Yeah. And that's what they all do. You just work with you like going in the club. Do you know? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm, like the club's your workplace, and some of them play for like twenty years. Yeah, it's crazy that people don't just get like bored and want to do something else. I guess there's a pretty high turnover of people, but yeah, you're right. I guess it's not. They all kind of work part time though, so it makes sense yeah. why it's like a lot more palatable to work in a place for a longer time if you're not there all the time. But it it also made me rethink balance. the whole you know because I guess everyone sort of idealises the one club player. And it made me kind of rethink that because it's like, well, wouldn't you... Like, be fair enough to want a change of environment. Oh, my God. Even though most of them end up going back to their hometowns or whatever. Mm, but change of just workplace. Like, if yeah. you worked somewhere for 10 years, you'd be like, I want something new. Yeah. Jeez. Collingwood need to pull something out of their ass here. Yeah, someone just, like, fell over. Oh. Someone I think, just I think players fell really on. like playing for Sydney. They have a really good culture, apparently. How do you know that? I just, I've just heard from who. Well, plus, they get <laughs> Around... all, all that extra cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what extra cash? They get cost of, they get an extra payment for cost of living, which yeah. is stupid because, especially now when cost of living is fucked to everyone. Yeah. And also because it's like they're really rich. You're not in the yeah the, the, <laughs> the lowest lower tax income bracket. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be fine. Um, no, I was going to say, speaking of podcasts, fucking Mason Cox is interviewing Eddie Maguire this week. Oh, that's really upsetting. On I, his podcast. I hope he challenges Mason him. Mason Cox. I hope he Mason holds him to Cox account. Mason Cox fucking oh, loves what? Eddie Maguire. Does. So does Brady Grundy. What? Yeah. Why? Mason Cox was telling Eddie, us... Eddie was really good to Mason. Yeah. Well, yeah, but think about the greater good. That's yeah. upsetting. That's upsetting news. It is upsetting, but um, it makes sense. And like, Brody Gundy's he, been obsessed with him for ages. As he well. did. He did. Yeah. He did often say when he was talking about like, in my experience, mm. he's always been yeah. really good. Yeah, because you're a white American. Like, you know American. when Mason yeah. Cox was blind. Uh, you know how he was blind for like a couple of weeks. He like couldn't see anything. Like he was basically had a disability for you know two weeks. Basically, Helen Keller. And. Eddie was like oh, I have heard when he about pulled that. a Helen yeah, Keller. Eddie was like reaching out to him all the time and like, you know, just being very supportive. Um, which I mean, it makes sense that you would really mm. like someone who did that for yeah. you. What's the line in the three or three song about Helen Keller? That's do the, the Helen Keller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I talk with your That's hips. Fun. I said shush, girl. That's really um, a crazy, a crazy thing to say. 
about yeah, someone who's yeah, yeah. They were very inappropriate. That song was so. Yeah. That song was fucking cute. I'm a vegetarian. I'm fucking scared. I was like, quite I've got a new hairstyle today. Also, Logan McDonald's hair is really. Um, like we didn't comment on it before when he was like. He's like bowl, an old man, young man. He's got like a really ugly bowl cut now. Yeah, he looks like a. He looks like a. A, a nobody walking down the street in the seventies. <laughs> That's who Logan McDonald is. He's yeah, he's an got such a blank in a face. period movie. Um, but I no, saw my old housemate last night, and she told me she just was working on a movie with Hugo Weaving for two weeks, and he was really cool and wore double denim to the pub. Who's Hugo Weaving. Um, what? He's got big eyes. He's that. We were talking about that. What the Australian he? actor that's in Lord of the Rings and The Matrix. Oh, yeah. Were, were we talking about that on the podcast? Or yeah, yeah, because yeah. I thought he looked a lot like that Frio player. Yeah. He does. What else has he been in? Oh, heaps of shit. Heaps of Australian movies, but yeah. any other like Hollywood movies? Yeah, like, yeah. wasn't he in The, the Miserable Miserab- 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 You gave it a shot, James. <laughs> no! Oh, Sydney are just dominating. Five goals, seven, 37, yeah, two goals, four, This is 16. the curse of the pod. We've never done a winning Collingwood game on here. Yeah, that's, that's not true. We did the game where you beat Port. We didn't record that. We yes, just we did. watched it. I'm sure we did. Maybe we did just watch it. I was going to give you a stat update before. Um, Sydney are winning every stat except free kicks. <laughs> Centre clearances. Uh, you haven't done your stats all year it. and like the one time you decide to do it is to rub it into Rose's face like Collingwood is shit. I just thought, you know, you've been giving me shit about not, <laughs> not being adding family. anything to the pod. Just I thought, never said that. No, whereas I'm just more this, more this guy. I'm, oh, I'm looking back. The I'm pointing to Aaron. <laughs> I'm looking back. Um, we did a winning Magpies game round 21, 2019. They beat the Demons. Sounds fucking boring. And <laughs> and oh, and they lost the prelim. Yeah. Yeah, we did that one. Yeah, and then we did the. No, that's not right. We did. They won the prelim. No, we lost the prelim to GWS. No, we sorry qualifying final. We did they we, we did the qualifying final where they won, and then we did the prelim where they lost. Bit of um real man history for those out there who you know bit of a taste of what you're missing if you're a new listener. Yeah, but also the qualifying final we watched on a replay like two days later. Oh yeah, we used to do that. Mm. Wow, we saw so far. We yeah. used to if we couldn't like find time on the weekend, we'd like do it during the week and watch a game that had previously oh. happened. Mm. Because nice. everyone's listening to it delayed, so it's like... Yeah. Mm. Also back then, like, quite literally no one listened to it, so... Now yeah. we've got now we've got up to ten listeners, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, my dad sent me a text that my godfather, who's a big fan of the pod, has, has submitted... Yeah, shout out, OD. Mm-hmm. Has submitted a topic of discussion. Maybe we'll do that at halftime. Well, also, one of our original listeners, you may recall... Alex. Alex Solo. Yeah, wait... Well, who was he again? He went to uni with Lucy. I think he went to uni with Lucy. Is that how he knew about us? And then he was also friends with my friends from architecture. Oh, he's okay. listening right now. He's going to be very offended. Well, because I ran into literally him. He's a stranger. None of us I ran into him. him at the Exeter like two weeks ago and I was like, very, I um, should have asked if he was still listening yeah. to it. Because he, he was randomly like, was like, I met him at like two parties. He's like, I'm going to listen to the pop. Like, so excited. What's the call? Yeah. Followed up on it and everything. And I was like. Yeah, wow. back then it was literally like Lucy Hazeman. My dad and Alex Zolo, who neither of us had ever met before. <laughs> I was so close to telling my work friend Nat, who... Um, so she's Alex, a you're supporter. still out there. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was talking about this game with my mm. work friend Nat, who I 
she's kind of new and we had never really like connected over football until this week. Yeah. And she's a Collingwood supporter. Nat- Natasha or Natalie? Natalie. And I was so close to telling her about the pod. Oh, where are you like, going, Dacos? Where are you magic. going? That was good Dacos shenanigans. He wanted to <gasps> kick on Oh, gentlemen. Oh! Why? Fuck you, McCartan. Finally, of all people, finally. Of all people to give a high tackle, McCartan is the is the one who should be doing that the least because yeah. he knows the possible pain. And also the other annoying thing about this new high tackle adjudication is like, sometimes people are just short. Yeah. Like, well, that's wasn't that what people saying kind of worked against Paddy Cripps because he's just such a big guy that, which, well, that's what so Mason Cox was saying as well. He's like, I give away high tackles all the time because I'm like a yeah. meter taller than everyone else. Come on, Jackie boy. I think he's it's a bit far out it's for him. Goal. Maybe he's so little. It's looking good. Yeah. yeah. Straighten it up. He's done yeah. it. That's the fire starter. Wow, there's actually not much has happened this quarter. It's been one goal yeah, week. I was expecting a bit of brawl action just now. But. Well, you know what? This was very similar to Collingwood last week in that he didn't have territory. Then it's like we just that's really exactly efficient what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's, they're still in it. He, it's really watching him run just then was Jack Ginnivan running off. He's a well, very someone's beautiful made runner. A sign <laughs> saying "suck at Collingwood" instead of just like a pro <laughs> Sydney sign. <laughs> that person's filled with hate and. Well, yeah, because it's stupid, like. They've made it for this game. Rather, they don't follow yeah, Collingwood yeah. around weekly. It's like an anti-Collingwood. Only following the AFL to not like. Always buying. Con- they're a member for Collingwood, so they can hold up sucker Collingwood. <laughs> Did you know that Jack Ginnivan? Jack Ginnivan, sorry, he's going to do that. You sh- just shouldn't, like. He didn't do anything then, though. McCartan did on purpose. Drop. He dropped. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent dropped. No, but McCartan still got around the net. So, like, McCartan strangled him. Oh god, Darcy Moore, be careful! He's trying to deliberate. It's not deliberate. It's got. He's got the buddy taps today. If you're a buddy's opponent, you're gonna have everything paid against you. How could you fucking possibly pay that deliberate? What? He did. They didn't. He didn't touch oh, it. I thought they did. <laughs> Why is Buddy so oily? And he with such small I know, I know he does, but why? It's like he's a human sausage. Like he's covered in oil, and he's got this really tight skin of his Guernsey yeah, around him. <laughs> One time I saw it was really controversial that a trainer brought a chucks out to him while he was lining up for goal, and he used it to wipe the oil, presumably dripping from his body, off of the ball. And the umpire was like, "No, no, you cannot meddle with the ball mm. before you go for goal." That's like cricket. Yeah. So what happened? Then he kicked the goal. Mm. <laughs> but it was really weird. You can't do that. Well, yeah, and also just like one of those Guernsey random though. things where you're like, oh. The Guernsey's probably oily as yeah. well. Yeah. Who's yeah. that player? Who's that Sydney man? He's got patch right now. Rampy. Is it? Yeah. It's, he he should be in his grave by now. That's how old that man is. Dane Rampy. He's not that old, I don't think. To me, he's like 2010 era, that name. Same with Dan Hanbury. Yeah. And Dan Hanbury also weirdly not old. What do you mean? He must be old. He's not that old. It's just because it's like... They, but those names feel like so they've been around for so, for so long. long. I think because they were such a big part of the 2016 Grand Final. <gasps> we're just entering Collins <gasps> 450, so this is a very exciting time. But McCreary! Oh. A lot of smothers by Sydney. Do you think that they gave Brody Grundy surgery so that they could get away with not picking him and not have to, like, explain that? No. Oh. Hi, that's high tackle for Ash Johnson. Ash Johnson's my new favourite. I know I just said this maybe 15 minutes ago that Brody Marchek was my favourite player, but Ash Johnson's my favourite player now. He's very unassuming. He's like, just so 
He's just, good. He's just doing and shit. Chill. Yeah, and it's he's nice no that he was like mid-season draft. Like, yeah. yeah. And Shane McAdams' brother, which also I feel, I'm like, I respect that in you two for some reason. Don't pound your chest. <laughs> You're not part of their brotherhood. But Shane McAdams' hot, so it makes sense. That's why I can't believe people don't think Shane Ash Johnson's McAdams hot. Shane McAdams' really hot, but Ash Johnson's Ash Johnson is hot. I think Ash Johnson's hot outside of the football round. Why will people stop lying and say that I saw, Ash Johnson's I saw, hot? His, I saw his photo on... You can admit that, that you think Ash Johnson's hot. It's, not, it's okay. But I don't want to. Because it's not what I believe. Well, be open to new ideas. Oh no. This is the turnover goals that we were discussing. I think Colin would have done well to staunch the flow of blood. Staunch. So to speak. Staunch. Mm. Isn't that it? I don't know. Staunch the flow? Like stem the flow, mate. I'm pretty sure it's staunch the flow. Cauterize the flow. <laughs> That's that would be a good throwback to my um, iconic line from a few weeks ago. Another good one would be about staunching the flow of bloods. Because mm. Sydney are the bloods. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, James likes to call Tom Papley the pap smear. <laughs> when he gets the gloves. Pap smears. The pap smear. Jack Ginnaman looks so different at the start of this year. He I know, like I was going to get his badge, like, I ordered a few, and I couldn't do it because he didn't have bleached when hair. I was like, I don't want anything to do with this long-haired <laughs> brunette. And people talk shit on him, but see, the copycats have already begun. Isaac Rankin has now got the same hair. Rory Lobb. Yeah, people were addicted to copying Jack Ginnaman. It's like, people always, t- it's tall poppy syndrome. People tear him down because they want to be him. Remember in COVID when Collingwood had, like, 50% of the team had bleached blonde hair. Yeah. It was that was a weird time. 50% of all the players in that AFL had bleached blonde hair. Everybody's mm. Um speaking of bleached blonde Pop hair, life, very long, hey. <laughs> I saw a clip of the of the brawl in the oh, Great nice. Mark from Jeremy Howe. I saw a clip of the brawl in the Fremantle West Coast game. Mm-hmm. And there was some real heat in that and it made me think like cuz you know when it's like you know occasionally there's brawls between teams in a game and it's kind of just like whatever, but it felt like they really there was like a personal something going yeah, on. Yeah, which was exciting. Yeah, because it was... Unfortunately, it was commentated by Dermot McBarrett who was like, oh, I didn't oh, know that these... Dermot McBarrett. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know these two... What did I say? You said Dermot McBarrett. <laughs> no, there's no muck. We've, we've got proof of the audio. Is so. there not a muck? <laughs> there's no muck. Really? I thought you were criticising my Brereton. No, no, Brereton. That's right. wild. This whole time I thought it was Dermot McBrereton. I wonder how many times um, you've said that and I just haven't clocked it. <laughs> well, Ugh. see, it's like we can all be wrong about things, like you not knowing about McBrereton and thinking Ash Johnson's not hot. So, but those are both examples of me being wrong. So. Exactly. Anyway, McBrayton was going on about how he was like, oh, I never knew. He was like sounding really like aroused when he was saying, he's like, I I get it. I didn't know there was so much fire in these boys. I don't know if this is. No, because he was so violent and he was like so excited to see the violence. Right. It awakened something in him. Yeah. It it made me, yeah, because I was kind of transposing it too. If there was a brawl like that at a showdown and everyone, it would be kind of like the Ramsgate incident with Josh Kyle and Mark Prosciutto all over again. Mm. Has anyone got a McBrayden impression? No. 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 no I he need to hear him. He, he just constantly sounds like a really um, pompous lecturer. He sounds like a... He's he so sounds smug. like the head of economics. He's such a at smug Adelaide cunt, University. Honestly. I assume I've never met that person. But... Oh, it's coming back! It's not coming back. Quick, Josh! Jake Foss is everywhere. 
Did you see that it's video? It's such a fun laugh. Thank God they have a good last name too. Mm. Otherwise. Did you see that video during the week of baby Nick Dacos being interviewed at some like Auskick thing? Some like, must have been some Collingwood event when he was like six. Or... No. And they were like, what's your name? He's like, Nick Dacos. And they were like, who's your dad? And he's like, Peter Dacos. And then the other kid was like, everyone wants to know, are you going to play for Collingwood? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I just see, I saw on Instagram someone who made like a fan vid of that footage, then footage of him playing. I was very moved. <laughs> oh, it sounded really. It was. Um, it was. It was. Un- it was unmoving, but yeah. he, he had no like. They it kind was of. Cute. It was cute, cute, but I found it. I was like. Mm. It's all grown well, up. there was. I remember seeing footage a few years ago of like him and Josh and the two Brown brothers who don't get many games, but they were playing a bit last year. And oh, Ash Johnson oh, strikes such again. Such a strapping man. Um and Will Kelly as well. There's a lot of father sons in the BFL team. Right. And then they like all came in the oh, same team. They're all from the 1990 Premiership year. Oh, Jaden, do you want to tell us your interesting news about John Noble? Oh, my my friend at work is best friends with John Noble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> His win. name's Ross. Shout out, Ross. We're one step closer to getting a football player on the podcast. Rossi and Johnny hitting the town. Rossi and Johnny, nobody's friend. Isn't there a comedian Rossi. called Ross Noble? <laughs> there is. His name's not Ross Noble. I know, but um, it's Ross and no- John Noble. Yeah. Their friend their friend name is <laughs> Ross Noble. And if they one day got married, he could be Ross oh. Noble. Yeah. Mm. But so they wouldn't because about. there's no gay players in the AFL, famously. So. True. But once he's retired, then it's okay. Yep. Just quickly, that was the most underwhelming paying of deliberate I've ever seen. They, yeah, the umpire didn't even him, move yeah. and he just flapped his hand upwards, whereas usually you see them like so purposefully striding towards the boundary, yeah. being like, I'm about to fuck this man <laughs> over. There's like, suspense <laughs> with the crowd as well. It's always fun. It's, oh. the, it's the best part of the AFL. Is, is Nick Dacos. Oh, so oh, good. On. That was amazing from Nick selfish, Dacos. Selfish, selfish kick. Oh, damn you, Paddy McCoy. I don't think that was selfish. He wasn't going for goal. I think he was. It was a bad kick. It was kind of in between both because it wasn't to Mason Cox. It was in the goal square. It wasn't to his advantage at all. And it's not I hard cut to you kick off, it to Mason Cox's advantage. Uh, I don't remember. Except he's not very good, so. Don't. Don't. <laughs> just, just don't. Would you I don't think they deliberately injured Brody Grundy, though. Oh, yeah. I forgot that I asked you that. Yeah. that would be I'm not saying that they deliberately horrible. injured him, but did they bring forward his surgery so that they didn't have to say that they won't be here? No, because it's for a second injury. Well, yeah, but... So he was out for his PCL and his knee, and then when he went back to playing, he like got a fracture. But in that, in that video that he posted, it, it, he kind of said it was more of like a, a niggling thing from my memory. Maybe I'm wrong. It's possible. Mm. But, all right, half time. Kind of an underwhelming quarter based on what the first quarter promised. Well, only... Yeah, I was just going to say there were six goals in the first quarter and only two in that one. Thanks, so, man. Yeah, it'd be boring. I need a pee, so... Um, should we pause or should I just go? I'm just going to go. Let's pause. I wouldn't mind having a little schmigarette. Okay, let's pause. I've started recording again. Uh, for, the, for the listeners, we were just... And I'm, I'm the host now, by the way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we were just talking about uh, kissing your parents slash parents kissing their kids on the lips. Because ben we just saw Ben, ben Cunnington. Kissing uh, what, six-year-old? Yeah. That's sweet. Probably above right. six, I'd say. Right. I thought younger. Maybe. He could be five. I reckon he could be five. I don't yeah. know how yeah. to judge kids' ages. Like, I don't 
Anyway, it's a very, very touching moment. Nothing against that at all, but we were just discussing the, 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 um, what were we discussing? And our various Rose, relationships. Rose kissed too, too old by her parents, and Erin and I weren't at old, which explains a lot. And, <laughs> and you were a little bit. By too old. I think I was. It was six or seven, not like <laughs> 20, was it? Yeah. <laughs> but then, but then Rose is touching tongues with her sister in the shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the bit we really wanted to go back to. <laughs> Yeah, I had I had a question, but yeah. I've, it's gone from my brain. Maybe we should use this half-time window to discuss my OD's topic submission. Mm-hmm. Should we turn this down while uh, we'll put it on mute or something? Yeah. I can facilitate that. Thanks. I think Ben Connington looks like he oh. really loves his kids, and that's a nice thing. Well, I also, also saw for Pendlebury's big milestone game, and he was smooching his kids left, yeah. right, and centre. So maybe... Slipping some stuff. <laughs> And slipping some tongue in the shower himself. <laughs> so the question is, why are all top Australian women sportsmen, or sportswomen, great role models, but Aussie men all jerks? And the more I thought about this question since I read this text message, it's a slow burn, this question. My immediate instinct was because if you're a man and you're good at sport, then you're popular, you're hot, you've got it easy... Uh-huh. Your schools uh-huh. look after you a lot of the time. Uh-huh. You have a lot more opportunities. And it's like you can do things through sport, especially in America, where you can get huge scholarships yeah. to schools yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Whereas if you're a woman it's something to be monetized sport, from a very early on. Yeah, and if you're a woman playing sport, you don't. It's not a hot, sexy thing to do. It doesn't make your life easier necessarily. Uh, in the uh, same uh-huh. way. So uh-huh. that's, that's interesting. And Jaden, I mean, Statman, your answer was kind of similar when I asked you about it. You were kind of talking about the sense of entitlement in that it's, I mean, obviously doors kind of, I think kind of what you were saying, whereas doors sort of open for you if you're a young man who's very good at sport. Whereas it's not always, there's less opportunities for young women. And it's not kind of like socially admired as much Mm. in women as it is Mm. in men, I don't think. Mm. That's, That's probably true. true. Yeah, and, and I think it probably varies from sport to sport. Like AFLW is probably one of the, um, you know, sports where, uh, like, the women who play it have had to work very hard to mm. to get to where they are, and so like I would say there's you know not much entitlement there at all. But you know, mm. for other sports, if it's anything, a it's a sense of because especially because a lot of AFLW players, I guess the more the sort of ones that we would know, um, came from other elite sports. So maybe it's even a sense of like gratitude that if they've even got to do this, you know. But even like Australian, I feel like I know a lot of Australian female cricketers, and I think yeah, that role model thing like they are just so admirable, and I can't like there there are you know again I guess using cricket there are cricketers that you kind of like but none of them that you're like wow they're really it's like they don't have to take on the role of role model as much as women do and maybe as well because of sports women are sort of like it's it's their responsibility to kind of change people's minds about professional sports women so they've got to be this kind of like um palatable charming sort yeah. of likable person and then maybe as well there is like a lot more adversity in being a female sports person especially mm-hmm. like with the little trolls and keyboard oh, warriors so and trolls. that kind of thing so even though it's like a bit of a problematic phrasing but it's like character building in that sense mm. of like you're not just being like and you'd be speaking out adored, about that yeah, stuff more, yeah adored unquestionably by everyone it's like 
people are more critical of you. So, yeah. What do you think? I feel like it's kind of veering off now a little bit. Because, like, there was another... I feel like every week at the moment, the AFL Instagrams are making a post being like, this incident that happened last night, like, we don't condemn racism. Like, every week there's some incident of racial vilification. Because, mm. like, last night, like, Melbourne were posting this morning because he got vilified last night online after he kicked that winning goal. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, like, I feel like it's happening every single week. So it's like, at what point is just making a post on Instagram... Like, kind of not really enough, and do they do something, mm. make, like, more of a move to act on that? What more well, they, do they do that? Well, they that's did, what I'm kind of wondering. They did try and do that, like, in the early 2010s, wasn't it? Like, where they, like, started, like, increasing sort of security at the games and stuff. But a lot of this stuff is happening online. True, true, true. Because they were all posting screenshots of, like, the messages that they were getting on Instagram and stuff. There was, like, I think the one was, um, like, the one, the cosy one last night was, like, about eating mud and being a monkey and just like Jesus and and like all uh, all the other not all the other but lots of other Aboriginal players have shared it being like I see this every time I open my phone after I play a game like stuff like this happens every single week like when's it gonna stop but like you say James it's like what can the AFL I mean that surely they have some they try to find who they are yeah but it's almost like what do you call it it's like reactive rather than preventative yeah like they should I feel like they need to stop taking such, like the reactive approach and be like, how can we sort of early intervention, you know? know Poor Josh Kennedy didn't get to have the 300. Pretty crazy that Josh Kennedy and <laughs> Josh Kennedy makes. finished on the same, like within a week of each other. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. I know. Is Jack Ginnivan subbed out of the game? <gasps> Why? Oh, Let's shit. Let's turn, turn the sound back on. Yeah, because also it's really hard to find out who the accounts belong to. If they're doing that every week, they're going to be chasing their tail every single week, trying to find these random accounts. Yeah. Versus try and act earlier and maybe like stop it from happening as much as they can. Pretty boring quarter that we just watched, so hopefully the pies are ready to... Carly Jack Ginnivan's gone. Is Brody Grundy next to No, that's Jordan Ruffhead. Do you know Jordan Ruffhead and Brody Majek, owner... A cafe together? Yeah. Yeah, and Jordan Ruffett's also assistant coach from the FLW. Really? Yeah. Cool. And was for Good while he was playing as well, I think. Like Ben Brown at Melbourne. Yeah. Only better because he... Makes Gorno as well, I think. <laughs> really? <gasps> Pendles with the clearance. We love to see it. Might, might check in the back, surely. Oh, he dragged back in! Ah. Uh, worth a crack. Why is... Why is Gunnar out? Um, let, let me handle this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pendles. Sold about eight oh, pieces of candy to, before he turned it over. Sydney. Straight to Sydney. <laughs> straight to the Sydney player. Where does the, um, the term don't argue come from? Who started that? Mm, that's a very good question. Because who looked at that movement and decided that they're going to call it the don't argue? McBarrington. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it's a it's a rugby phrase. Ah. Originally, the phrase "don't phrase, argue" uh, designates the straight arm fend off in rugby. Uh, the gesture is made by the yeah. I mean, we know what it is. But why? Who <laughs> uh, coined? Apparently, it started in 1977. Wow, been around for a long time. Wow, uh, it's the 45 year anniversary. Its origins go back to the turn of the century. Wow. Oh we my should God. celebrate that. 45 years, don't argue. 
<laughs> I'm picturing like a um, video a compilation. A where they're just like... <laughs> no, a video, a video compilation with like really orchestral music Whoa, in the this background. Is really, this is actually really interesting. This is like an advertisement from 1911. <gasps> and it's like got a guy going like this to someone else. And it's like, don't argue. Oh, wow. That, that is cool. What an interesting historical artifact. Don't argue. Hutton's bacon is the best. Nothing to oh, argue about. It's so fucking annoying when Buddy kicks a goal. Because <laughs> everyone, everyone in the commentary just gets so rock hard and it's like, I'm sick of hearing about it. I loved his 1,000th goal as much as the next person, but let's get off the gravy train. Yeah, I know, but now it's like he's like, he's, I mean, it's kind of been implied that he's like the last legend. I know, but I don't need to so hear about that people every week. Like, I know, but I feel like people, they like, want to milk it while they can because they're like, well, mm. we don't see this happening. I told you Jack Ginnaman's going to be the next legend. What, with his one goal a game average? <laughs> it's not. It's only his first season. Give him time. It's Buddy's been playing for 18 years. Yeah, but Buddy wasn't. And he was doing a lot more in, in his second season. I'm a bit worried, guys. Mm. It's three goals. They got this. Three quick ones. Yeah, but it's such Get a boring game. I've only scored three games for the whole. Uh, fucking A. I've got a question for you. Let's hear it. Which team has the best sponsors? Uh, um, Western Bulldogs. So also, <laughs> more mom. <more. laughs> I feel like Western Bulldogs is not the They've sponsor. got. Well, yeah, because it's the right one. Mission. Pe- the mission pedigree. chips. I pedigree. Yeah, but I just like the mission chips one as well. Because <laughs> you like mission chips, but it like, makes sense that. Yeah. I don't like that the sponsors start like the double up of KFC and Hungry Jacks. It's like, no, you need to pick a side. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Adelaide Crows now have Hungry Jacks, don't they? With West Coast, yeah. Mm. And yeah. there's three teams with KFC. Yeah, it's like, mm. stay in your lane with Toyota Crows. Fuck. But who's the third team that has KFC? Hawthorne. Hawthorne's another one. Mm. And Port. Hawthorne, and Port. Port. Who's the third? Clint. Oh, sorry. What was, uh, you, didn't you, your friends have a question we already talked about yeah, it already while you were gone because oh, we didn't want to hear your thoughts <laughs> the question was why do they keep having James on the podcast <laughs> just have him be here <laughs> go oh he's so good so fast have a day yes my man he's the most handsome player in their team I, no, no. dare you say that when the Lipinski's in there. Lipinski's evil looking. And yeah. the Jacos brothers. No, no one thinks that though. I, I, People think I that. I think Josh. I think everyone thinks that about Nick, but Josh, I think Josh yes, about Josh. But Nick, no. Ash Johnson could be the next buddy. He's like twenty four or something. Right? The ball's gone too high. Oh, it's in. Oh no, um, it's kind of... But Rose, you said that the difference between Buddy and Jack Ginnaman is that Buddy was having an impact early. Ash Johnson's played five games. And he's already one yeah. of the best players in the history of the club. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm putting some mayo on that one. But uh, uh, I can't believe Richmond won by so much. What so, was the final margin? It was like it was like sixty points. <gasps> oh no! What? A red panda has escaped from Adelaide Zoo. <gasps> Where is it? I love those things. Let's go find. Do you think it's just in the botanics having like a really great time? It's probably just hanging out in a tree somewhere, I'd say. Yeah. How did it escape? That's crazy. That's like the plot of Madagascar. <laughs> I wonder if it colluded with any of the other animals to create the. Also, I'm I'm very I'm, you know if the red panda wants to go out and explore what I, I 
I hope it's able to do that, but I hope it does it safely. Yeah, that's what I'm worried it's going to be roadkill. What if it dies? Well, it's known as life at the zoo for oh. like its whole life, I'm guessing. Yeah. Wait, no, that's not the plot of Madagascar. That's the plot of the wild. What? Because in Madagascar, they accidentally get shipped, but in the wild, they escape from the zoo. Real man Madagascar special. Isn't Madagascar <laughs> just they, they get shipped, but they kind of freak out on the boat and then they just... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They all, like, drift to Madagascar. Yeah. In their containers. Which is incredibly coincidental. Surely they would be separated on the flow of the ocean. Yeah. And lucky for them, they rocked up on, like, a wild island. Oh. Not Perth or something. So I didn't read the full description. Oh. It's in a tree on Plain Tree Drive. Oh, okay. So they know where it is. Oh, my they're God. Working, that was my guess. They're working to retrieve the animal Oh, my God. Tree. Have you got any photos? Oh, I, I well, they've got, got a photo of the panda. I love the red panda. Same. The way Can they um, the... make themselves really big to scare people. Can this be the um, the photo on the pod this week? That's, they should call the Tasmanian team the red pandas in honour of... But they're not native to Australia. Of this Adelaide panda. <laughs> <laughs> the Tasmanian Adelaide red panda. <laughs> the Tasmanian Adelaide red panda that escaped and is in a tri- tree of like two drives. <laughs> Maybe I should comment on the post saying good luck, just in case. <laughs> just, case to, what? just in case what? <laughs> they don't have the morale to get the panda down. <laughs> At least they know where it is. Just, just in case they're low on luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pendle's not happy with that call at all. And nor am I. I feel mm. you, Pendle's. I feel you very much. But, um... I feel Pendle's very much. <laughs> Pendle's feels... <laughs> tugs in the shower. <laughs> Pendle's and Jaden touch tugs in the shower. <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> oh, this is so sad. I feel like Collingwood have had a really good patch and it's just we haven't got any goals and now Sydney Buddy's going to kick another one. Oh no! Yeah, it's all over, I reckon. Sydney just got another goal. Nah, it's not all over. They've well, doubled, just they're, can't they're, score. they're further ahead than points Collingwood have kicked. Yeah, it's 15 to 23 now. Goals. Yeah, but yeah, they, they have kicked really three kicked goals far for the whole game. The day costs will work their magic. Just really quickly message Collingwood saying good luck. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> just in case. I tipped Essendon? What the fuck? <laughs> that was an accident. I have a headache. Good luck. Thanks, James. Yeah. Send. This is this is um retroactively proving Ed Langdon's comment right. Oh no! There's like a Sydney free. I bet Ad, I bet Ed Langdon's sitting at home right now with, really the, with his home brewed roasted coffee, fresh off a rock climb, giggling to himself on the couch, <laughs> saying, "I was right." You deserve to miss Golden, Mr. Errol, sir. This is getting ugly. I told you, it's the curse of the pod. Sorry. Well, we're not doing the last quarter, so maybe. Maybe. Well, you're, you're holding yourself very together very well, Rose. It's because I expect to lose when we record a college game. Oh, it's not my <laughs> fault. I didn't cause this. We all thought this was going to be a great game. We all thought this was going to be the game of the round. I can't help that we were all wrong. Yeah, but I think people underestimate Sydney. Not just in this round, but across the... Oh my God, Sydney moved to second on the ladder. They I, did, this game. I, I don't think I underestimated Sydney. I think I overestimated Collingwood. Like, you knew Sydney were going to play well, but you also thought that Collingwood were going to play well, you know? Yeah. You just assume Collingwood are going to be 
Those? Every game. Mm. Wow, Josh Dacos. Run, Josh Dacos, run! Do you think Sydney can win the flag? Yes. Do you really? Yeah, they've got a great back six, a great front six, and the great middle six. When did, have they played Geelong? They must have played Geelong. Who beat? Did, who won when they played Geelong? Statman. Mm. Geelong. Can we get? Can uh, we get a? Can yeah, we get a score from? I can. No, they played Geelong in when Buddy kicked his. Um, oh yeah, because that two goal, that, they smashed that them. man's wallet. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but Geelong aren't good yet. <laughs> they took some time. That was early in the year. Mm. Now Geelong are. And except for Sydney. Sydney's going to get him. Geelong, Sydney would be... A, I think I would be rooting for Geelong in a Geelong, Sydney. What? You really don't like Sydney that much? Well, I just think Geelong have been kind of... Sydney will have another chance. And Geelong have been good for like 10 years and not had any luck. Gone! Play hey, on! Hey, what the ball. fuck? Hey. Why does everyone hate Ash Johnson except for me? <laughs> <laughs> this umpire sucks. He looks like uh, like a, a youngest thinner James Corden and he's pissing me off. Craig McRae doesn't know what to do when they're far behind. He only knows how to coach for a close game. What's happened to this man? He's, oh, got, no, he's, got, the, he's got the tampon nose. Oh, he's bleeding from it again. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's got a broken nose. Thanks, BT. If he's got a broken nose, why is he still playing? Because he's not... He can play on. Oh dear, he's in lots of pain. That would hurt. Surely your doctor's <laughs> advice if you'd broken your nose wouldn't be, yeah, just play out the game. Well, yeah, no, they do. They're well, yeah, but Jake Unifin's done a hammy, so... You're not going to die. Oh I know you're God, not going to die. There's so much blood. I know you're not going to die, but it can't be good for the recovery of your nose. Probably not. Yeah, but his nose he's got was a big already nose, ugly, yeah. so who cares? If it was like right? Pat Lipinski, they would sub him out immediately. Yeah, he would be in a, in a bubble suit for the rest of the week. There's so much blood. He looks like he's been in war. He does have a World War One vibe mm. about him. He feels like the protagonist of a of a World War One movie. Antagonist. Mm. No, protagonist. Yeah. I'm tired because I've been recording for ages. I'm out of material. Whoa! Oh, that was crazy. a huge don't argue. That man fell to the ground like a baby bird falls from the nest. Like a like a red panda falls from a tree. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't fall. Cops! You have to take those! Oh, I've got a bone to kick. Mm-hmm. Can we do this now? Yeah, sure. It's no I know it's a bit rich coming from us to well, from me to say this, but why does every football club need its own podcast? That really bothers me. I don't, I've never listened to any of them. Neither have I, but because I follow all the clubs from the Real Men Instagram account, every week I'm seeing, like, it's like fucking Mundy and Griffin Logue have a podcast, Darcy Parrish has a podcast, Arazio Fantasia has a podcast. Every club thinks it's important to have their own podcast, and it's like, how important could it be what you have to say? Crow's You're all down. making the same joke. Huh? Crow's down. It's because Mark Rusciuto, like, runs Triple M. So yeah. <laughs> I guess they do have a daily. It just bothers me. I'm like, guys, like some we don't we don't all need to be doing everything, you know. Also, because you know that they're not doing any of like the editing and stuff, so it's like. But the diehards would love it. Yeah, but it's just like. Brady Meadows had an absolute shocker, and he needs to like punch some people and get his mojo back. He needs another Neil Bullen hit. 
Yeah. I really, actually, you know who I think is really good looking? Alex Nilbullen. Which yeah. is interesting you say that because our friend has, has banged him on a who? tram track in Adelaide. Who? No. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> on a tram what track. A but well, you cut the name out when you went. I'll be there. I said it was. Oh my god! Um, what the fuck you so hot? Wait, but isn't he going out with? Because his girlfriend. <gasps> no. But they were broken up at the time. Oh, <gasps> that's what. But it's... they know each other too. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Because isn't Beep's friend is Alex so Newell? You just have a little bit of work there. Is Alex? <laughs> Alex Neil Bullen's girlfriend is... You've got to cut out Alex Bull- is Bullen. Is No, like, yeah. it's fine. No one will know. So Alex <laughs> yeah, Bullen's girlfriend... Yeah, we so, used to go to our school briefly. Yeah, like, yeah, but... Yeah, and then they were also, friends and they started hating each other. But listen, but listen, Beep's good friend has the same last name as Alex Neil Bullen's bull- boy girlfriend. You're talking about... Yeah, so yeah. Are they sisters? You're talking about... Cousins. Is it... You're talking about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Wow. Wow. They're engaged now. Yeah, no. No, stop saying. <laughs> Darcy Cameron got a goal. They're at a house party, and then she was like, "What do you do? Like, don't say football." He's like, "I'm not a footballer." And then like, he, he was. was. Is yeah. he from Adelaide? I guess so. Yeah, right. He's he's from the tram tracks. <laughs> Surely you could get run over by a tram. Surely it wasn't on the tracks. <laughs> Well, that's maybe what I'm hearing. Not. Well, maybe it was. I like don't know. Nearby. From memory, that's what it was. That would be so uncomfortable. Um, you yeah. could get electrocuted. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe that risk is what made. Wait, it Colin, we got a goal. Yeah, and I was so distracted about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I recently messaged her about it. Actually, when... can we stop talking about it? For now, we'll obviously start talking about it again later because I need more details. <laughs> I think that's just, all the uh, details I have. Oh, okay. well, Jack Stringer just ripped Jerry Finlayson's top off. Oh, yeah. That's... We'll have to watch that later. Yeah, can't wait to see Jeremy Finlayson topless. Can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> he's, a, he's a pretty attractive guy. No, he? I don't think so. No. Damn, Sydney firing back quickly. The comeback's not on. Papley will miss. One of the two guys to go. No, Papley... Probably won't miss. <laughs> <laughs> Probably's really good. He's not gonna miss. Probably's He's the pap smear. The pap smears come in. And you know what they right say about pap smears? Yeah. They always get it in the hole. Yeah. He looks like. He's always in and around. The <laughs> but hole. sometimes they don't because my cervix apparently is on a funny angle. So when I have a pap smear, it takes ages. Mm. They still get in there, don't they? Yeah. They still do it there. Always in and around the area, you know. The smear. Anyway. You should just change it to the smear, really. Tom Papley reminds me of, like, in a in a movie, and there would be, like, a tall bully and then a short bully, mm. and he's the short bully. Of course. Mm. The goon. Mm. Mm. The more, like, comic relief bully. Mm. And, like, all mouth. Mm. All mouth. All talk, no what? Mm. Oh, what? I thought you meant they had a big mouth. That <laughs> was what would have worked better. <laughs> um... So I was I just had a thought just watching uh, Sydney earlier. Um, your hate for the Gold Coast, Rose, mm-hmm. stems from. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, and feel free to take over. But stems from them being, you know, like a bit of a commercial team in a in a town. Well, a purely commercial in a, team. Yeah, in a city where like no one gives a fuck about football. 
Would I be correct in saying that? And that they've no. allow me to step it in. And very... that they've used up all the AFL's resources and the AFL won't admit it was a mistake. Oh my god, poor Hoskin Elliott's getting the Voldemort treatment. They'll put the big bandage across his nose. Um, he needs but to no, get to hospital. It is, it is very much that in part. And then the other aspect of it is how much yeah opportunity they've gotten from the AFL and how little they've done with it and... Okay. How like desperate the AFL are to make them not irrelevant, and it's but like then, it's just kind of. But then, did you see yeah. those like the footage of their like shitty change rooms when they first started? Mm. Like that's they, where that's where Brisbane Bears first started. Yeah, like really just shit yeah. training facilities and stuff. So maybe AFL didn't pump any money into them, and they should have in the right areas. Is Nick Blakey not playing today? I haven't seen him once. Yeah. He was. He tried to take a screamer over someone in the first quarter. I miss Nick Blakey. But there are a lot of like shaggy blondes on Sydney, so I get quite confused. Yeah, but he's like really distinctive looking, you know. Oh, he's the lizard. Yeah. Ah, that's, that's the game. I miss it. <laughs> but it's still the game. Yeah, yeah I think it's... I think the game is well and truly over. No offence. But I was just thinking about like... Sorry, I, I just uh, yeah, forgot what, what point I was trying to make before. Um, like what makes someone like Sydney like a successful team in in Sydney where like no one gives a fuck about AFL or used to give a fuck about AFL and you know you could say a similar thing with GWS so they've had some success uh, over the years um, and I would say you know you don't feel that way about Sydney and GWS that you do about Gold Coast Maybe it was like... Because no, I don't. Yeah, I don't like, feel about Brisbane yeah. either. And Sydney, Sydney, were, Sydney, Sydney were established before they yeah. moved to Sydney. So the fact that they were just a club in another state and they moved them means... <gasps> <gasps> Jeremy Atagaya! We made that happen. but We talked about it and we made it. Oh, He's not retiring though. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to retire um, today. He did it for Josh Kennedy. <laughs> both of them. For both Josh Kennedy. So if Brisbane was a new club instead of a merger and then... It's like, same with Sydney... Then you would feel differently about that. Well, no, because Rose says it's no. because they've had success, and that's what she says about GWS. Is like they've actually gotten somewhere. No, it's Gold also Coast not that. Nothing. It's that it was meeting a demand and like filling a hole in the market that was there, and that's why they like have supporters and people care about them, but they didn't get the same boosts and like kind of privilege that these newer teams got. Whereas. Like, even when they introduced Gold Coast and GWS, they chose them over Darwin and Tassie. They were like, please. And they were like, no. And I just think if they had given Darwin and Tassie a team, I know that they did it because they wanted, like, the state rivalries, but it's not really very effective anyway because, you know, even though sometimes they can be good games in terms of the kind of exposure they get and the excitement that there is, like, the fans aren't that into it. Oh, there's Nick Blakey. He fell over. And it's like, you can't, like... You also can't just, like, fabricate those rivalries. It's like GWS mm. versus Sydney is a much... <sighs> a deliberate... Oh, that's, not, that's not the right call. I think it's the right call. It's James it's... Corden. There he is. Yeah, he's a big James Corden. I don't know. I don't see it. Paddy McCartan's just been called deliberate for rushing her behind. And it's resulted in a huge Collingwood goal from the King Ash Johnson. That was a stupid free, but we also had so many unpaid frees that I feel like it's... I, like, I agree that it should be the rule, but it's not the rule, so we shouldn't have paid it. But well, it's done now. Yeah. He kind what? of looks like Dawson from Dawson's wow. Creek to me. He's just like a... He's an annoying-looking man. The umpire. Can he we, looks like a real estate agent. Stepman, can we like find out to the name of this umpire that looks like Dawson from Dawson's Creek and also young James Corden, apparently? 
Yeah, oh, we'll give it a crack. Who's that with the crazy hair? That's Dan Rampy. <laughs> Just um, can't recognise that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think it's, the, it's like how they tried to just like make these rivalries happen as well. It's like GWS versus Western Bulldogs is like a great game because it's like that's a legitimate rivalry that's happened for like real reasons yeah. and a real history. And it's like no one's like, oh my God, Gold Coast versus Brisbane. Yeah. These teams hate each other. It's like because they don't. Brilliantly What umpired. the fuck? Nick Daigle's just kicked it. To Buddy Franklin on the lead, basically. Maybe he got starstruck by Buddy and was like, I just want to be able to say I've kicked it to Buddy. Oh, oh Buddy did the same oh. thing, he turned it over. Coxie! Coxie! He's too far out, though. He can't kick that far. So he's he looking can. around. It's 40 metres. Yep. Mason Cox can't kick very far. We're on here. Parker on here. Steady you on said here. You said they just that needed guy. a whiff before the three-quarter time. Umpire. This could be the whiff. Is that yeah, yeah, that's okay. him. Mm-hmm. Nick Foot. Nick Foot. Um, no one else is feeling anything from Nick Ford. <laughs> I just, I feel like it's so obvious. We just don't even need to acknowledge it, you know. Oh my God, Cox has got it! Huge moment for the game. Uh, what? Oh, what? I love Cox. He, he's such a little. Oh, he's killing him. He's such a prick. He what pushed he, him. He what pushed did he that do man. Last week, we Cox pushed him. that man. Against Melbourne last week, he did the like, "Come on, give me more." Like the hand <laughs> beckoning, like. Where did he go? Oh yes, my God, look how tall he looks next to that tiny runner. That tiny runner comes up to his elbow. He's a big man. I saw a footage of um, Ben Brown on Ben Brown's Instagram story and Cosy Pickett after the game, and it was really, um, you know, it kind of like, I was like, that's a, like, Ben Brown's fucking huge. I know, but it's like, yeah. Mason Cox is, he's a big man, but he's like, slacks in. That's a huge kick. intimidating quality whatsoever. Yeah. How, how did he even do that? Great kick. <laughs> it just looks well. Cool. He used to only be able to kick the ball like 20 metres. He's never been so American as when he popped out his chest after kicking that goal. But then Brown has like a certain physicality to him that you'd be like, fuck, if you saw him in real life. No, you'd be like, wow, he looks so nice. Have we even... So you're just talking about the Melbourne (laughs) game last night. (laughs) I guess I'll just leave that there. (laughs) I'm not going to get very far with that one. You think, wow, he looks like such a great father. Have we talked about that game last night yet? Um, Off pod we have. Okay, well, I guess that's good enough then. Oh, um, peace. Stay game. out a bit, Lord. <laughs> it was a great game. What, what more can be said? It wasn't a good game. Last quarter was fucking amazing. Last quarter was fun, yeah. You, that is one of the more contrarian comments I've ever heard well, from most, you. Contrarian by nature. Well, to be fair, we only watched the last 15 minutes of the game, so our perception is skewed. But Jackson, really when Jackson got there, he got there during the last quarter and he said, it's been a great game. Okay, okay. So... It was like neck and neck the whole time. There was there was no breakout. God damn it! Oh Sam dear. Reed just took a good ball. Fortunately, it's Sam Reed though. He'll probably yeah, he'll probably miss. miss. He missed so badly in the first term though. You feel like it's like maybe out on of the system. on the siren. Like if the your poison's gone. if your favorite player had to be the the player from your team with the number that's your birthday, who would yours be? Wait, what? Say that again. So say like you ha- there was like a rule where your favorite you were like assigned a player to be your favorite player, and it was based on he missed the date you miss? of your birthday. Yeah, so like the date of your birthday. So mine would be twenty for Port, mm-hmm. and yours would be sixteen for Collingwood, and yours would be twenty four. Yeah, Port? but I don't know who that is. And I yours would be fifteen Murray. for Port. Who would it be? I think Razio is fifteen, isn't it? Mm, I don't think so. No, it's 13. Oh, um, Amon's uh, 15. Amon's 15, yeah. Who's 20? Is it Rosie? Yeah. yeah. I'll be, you have Rosie. Yeah, I've got a good one. <laughs> Who's yours, Rose? Um, who the 
fuck is 16 on Collingwood? You can look it up. Mine is Josh Worrell. Who the fuck's that? Who's actually been really good at the last few weeks. So well, that's good. And imagine if you're like, you had like a stake in it. And like, if, if they did good, like you got like shares or who's something. The, who's the player from your team who you want to kick a winning goal? Who, who, who's the person who you, you want to put in their hands? Top Marshall. Top Marshall? Yeah, that makes sense. But I think until this year, Robbie Gray would have been the answer, but probably Top Marshall this Mine year. used to be... Scott Pendlebury, but yeah, who interestingly debuted at number sixteen, even though that wasn't his number. They're 40, they're 45 he was late inclusion. They didn't have his Guernsey oh, with them in the way. And then he yeah. went on with his first, kick, first goal. There's no. Um, it doesn't look like there is a Collingwood sixteen. Well, well, they're not playing today, whoever it is, which means you can't go for them. <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't trust no. anyone with it. Though. Um, yeah. who is sixteen on Collingwood? I'll look it up because that's really bothering Cam me. Brown? No, he's seventeen, and he's playing today. Should we stop recording? It's uh, the end. It's three quarter time. It is three quarter time. I I found I cleansed my desktop on my computer the other day, and I found That's my satisfying. letter to Wayne Carey <laughs> from season one of the pod, and it wasn't very good. <laughs> and it was me being like, anyone who says Wayne Carey is the greatest player there, but it was stupid because obviously it's Dane's one anyway. <laughs> being like, I'm so sick of hearing about this stupid man. <laughs> And that's in the letter to Wayne Carey. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I guess it's like, it wasn't to Wayne Carey. It's to, yeah. it's it was to, to the, the media that yeah. hires him. Mm. But do you know... Some of it was okay, but there, it was very reminiscent of my early like arts degree writings. Like, very long, Floral. flowery yeah. sentences where I was just whipping out as many five... We do... Con- syllable words. Like as much as we... As much as Wayne... I was going to say consonant, and I was like, no, no. As much as time. Wayne Carey is a terrible person, and I think everyone kind of knows that now, like, every time you see... Every time you search up his name on Twitter, there's hundreds of people being like, that man sucks. sucks. Mm. But we do owe him the podcast, because it was the... Oliver Henry! Oh, that's Who a is one. quite a good keep for goal, but... Mm. Mm. But he also I, looks like he ate a goat, so I don't... I'm going Jordan Dawson, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Done it once. Hopefully he does it next week. That'd be great. Oh. <laughs> no, you can't have you can't have the same shirt on Hero twice in one year. Yeah, okay. I don't think... It'll, it'll be okay. Oh, she's Jamie Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you had that experience on this week's so. That was one of the best kicks after the summer I've ever seen. From the boundary, so composed. Yeah. Never. But also I, was like, I was annoyed watching him. Like, set her up, set it up. Yeah, because yeah, it's not like he, he marked so it with right so now. long to go. It wasn't like it was like like he had to kick it. And yeah, it was like and it was fifty out on the boundary. Like, yeah, okay. It was a great kick. There's been some good ones in recent years. Jack Nunes comes to mind. Robbie Gray. Yeah, wow. Robbie Gray. Which was like it was like Port Carlton and then Carlton Frio. Oh, I thought it was Carlton Port. So did I. Weirdly. I think it was a few short weeks later, but it was in the same spot. So that's yeah. the why that people kind of... Jack Nunes one was harder. I'd say Jamie Elliott's was probably the hardest of those, though. Because he was like 50 mm. out, basically. What about mm. um, that recent one, the Gold Coast-Richmond game? Oh, Noah yeah. Anderson? Anderson? Yeah. That was, that was like 50 out as well. Mm. That was not a, a tight angle, though. Still, it's Still a kick good. after the siren. Mm. It feels no like people kick them more than they don't. Can't like one. It is weird, isn't it? Yeah, I you yeah, rarely see, except for Westoff. I can think of West two. Off. There was one. Isaac Smith. Isaac, Isaac Smith was one of the, and the other one was Geelong versus the Western Bulldogs, where the whole Mundy. Western Bulldogs team went on the mark, yeah. and they were all like, yeah. Yeah. and David, <laughs> David Mundy missed one. 
picked Oh, did one. he? Yeah. But he's also, also But he's one. also won one after this. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think, so that was like redemption from his... The Isaac Smith. Hey, yeah. The Isaac Smith one's good. Oh. Oh, oh it's all happening. Uh, sorry. Should we stop recording? Do you have a bone no, to like, keep? I just had my... I just wanted to say that one oh, thing. Oh, sorry. That's a good Bruce, Bruce McAvaney call. When he goes, hey. good looking kick, but he's hooked it. You're in the grand final. Or is it the prelim? Ellie! You're in the prelim. We've got dogs with us today. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Does anyone have a bone to kick that hasn't already shared them? I need to, like, make a point of remembering them before. Richmond in the finals. Oh, I stand by that. Kick. Coming out of the finals. Big ups, big ups. Looking forward to No, I wanted them to be in there. I'd rather Bulldogs in, because Bulldogs are fun to watch. But you'd rather Carlton than Richmond. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Richmond are already there, so. Oh, still really? Okay. okay. Carlton. They still might. Carlton can drop know. out if they lose next week. And I mean, to be fair, if given that likely Colin would are going to lose this game, I feel like them going into that Carlton game with the streak broken mm. may be working Carlton's favour. Whereas if they were going in like 12 in a row, unstoppable, then mm. Carlton would be eaten up a lot. Gavin doesn't, <laughs> doesn't miss the finals. I know. Yeah. They owe it all to him that they're there no, at all. Well, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, I actually reckon Collingwood I mean, still, still have a chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're only 23 points down. I believe. I'm a believer. Let's do it. Let's, should we stop? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye now.